Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Inside the Mirror Podcast. Today we have a super celebrity in the building. I don't know about that. A super famous A-list celebrity, <laughs> my sister, Kristen Nicole Crabtree. Pod people, pod world. K-Crab in the building. Pod friends. Pod friends. Pods. What's up, my pods? Potties. Potties. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey there, potties. How are you guys? <laughs> K-Crab, what's popping? Not much. What you doing? I'm recording a podcast. <laughs> okay, yeah. Good. <laughs> okay, let's get into it. This is my sister. Uh, she's Instagram famous, according to some sites. What was the site that had your birthday on it? Famous birthdays. Famousbirthdays.com <laughs> had Kristen's birthday on it. Yeah, it's weird. It has you on there, too. Does it? Yeah. What? It says that I have two brothers. Oh, dope. Oh, I'm not the uh, like the focus of the birthday. It's just a, I'm oh, an yeah. extension no, of your fame. My- relatives yeah um, but i'm an extension of your fame uh i don't know kind of <laughs> how many instagram followers do you have today uh, i don't know somewhere around 144,000. golly 144,000. i'm coming up on you i have uh almost two two thousand almost two thousand <laughs> super close take us through how did you get so many followers take wait let's start go from the beginning like okay instagram came around mm-hmm I was on Instagram a long time ago. I posted like my first picture was like uh, me cooking like eggs and for granddaddy or something. Okay. Because I remember, <laughs> I remember Tanil was like, you should get this. And it, that's when it was like pictures. It was like pictures, picture platform for pho- photographers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll get it. And I posted a couple pictures. And then you and I weren't talking a whole lot then. But all <laughs> of a sudden I was hearing through the grapevine that you were like getting millions of views and thousands and thousands of daily follow take us through how this all happened zero to 144,000 right okay so um I was super late to the game I didn't get Instagram until like 2015 I don't know when it came out. I don't think you were that late okay well felt late um because again Prime I, time. I don't know when it came out do you know when Instagram started mm, 2010 plus sometime after that okay dope so I started posting pictures just like terrible quality pictures of makeup like december 2015 like i look back i keep it all on there because i want to remember where i started from and people to see that you can go from zero to 100 um it's interesting how people like wipe out their accounts and then yeah once they they have seven new pictures oh yeah like what what you just took all of like who you are and the history of who you are so a new fans are like oh who are you she was always perfect yeah, that's yeah. ridiculous. Anyways. <clears throat> so I keep it all on there. Anyway, started posting pictures December 2015. Mm-hmm. And then um, it was just pictures of makeup and makeup I was buying. And then I started doing pictures of makeup on myself, like eye pictures, terrible eyebrows. It was awful. Uh, okay, so posted pictures of my looks and then started doing full face. And then I was seeing everyone else blow up. And I was like, yo, why am I not like... I'm? What are they doing? Yeah, I was like, what are they doing that I'm not doing? Videos. So I was like... Okay, so I'd been wanting to do videos for years with um, like YouTube and makeup and stuff like that, but I never wanted to do it or jump in because I was scared that I wasn't going to be good enough. So then I finally was like, all right, listen, I just got to do this because I'm working so hard and I'm not getting where I want to go. So you're putting up tons of pictures? Yeah, it was just pictures. Yeah, so then... But you were scared to do video? Yeah, I'd been been wanting to do videos. Why were you scared to do video? Because I didn't think I was going to be good enough. Why didn't you think you'd be good enough? I don't know. Fair enough. Keep going. Yeah. So, um, so I finally was like, all right, 
I'm not getting where I want to go and they are. So let me jump on this. So I just sat in front of a black curtain in my room. I had no viewfinder. I couldn't see what I was doing. And I just started putting on makeup. It was the most awkward thing ever. It did not turn out. I was putting Beyonce on there. (laughs) Beyonce, it was like, yo, what are you doing? So anyways, I was like, all right, I got to invest in some stuff. So I took out a loan, just like bought all this equipment, had no idea what I was doing and just started recording video. You You took a big risk. Yeah. How big was your loan? If you don't mind us asking. Well, I mean, it was a line of credit. So, I mean, I had up to like 25000 I spent about ten. Yeah. But this is when your video still sucked? Oh, yeah. So. For sure. So, let's pause there. And I, I really believe this. And I, I tell people this all the time. They want to start stuff. Like, you have to suck before you become good. Because mm-hmm. people are scared to do things. And they're like, I'm just, I'm just not good at it. Do you love it? Yes. Well, then freaking get good at right. it. You have to suck. No one was good until they were good. Mm-hmm. Everybody sucked before they were good. I still suck in some ways. Well, I mean, we all suck at certain things. But like overall, grand scale, macro, you have to suck before you get good. Like right. there's no there's no secrets, there's no shortcuts. People are like, "Oh, they were just they just were good." And they one time they weren't. So now some people do possess sure. more talent. Though. Like some people are born and they're like 6'10", so they're right. going to be advanced. But maybe they can't dribble. Right. You know, like you have to suck on some level. Yeah. You have to be okay with suck because you liked it, but you sucked. Right. But you're like, I'm going to get good at it. Yeah. I'm going to take a lot oh, of yeah. credit and I suck. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I demand a risk. I think I actually put a lot. I put all of that money into it before I started recording the videos, actually. Yeah, you got to take a risk. People are scared to take risks. They're scared to not be good. They're scared to fail and they're scared to risk. Right. So kudos to you for being okay with you could have failed. You could have fallen flat on your face and been in debt and still sucked. Yeah, but I knew. But at least you took the risk. I knew I was going to make it. You got to bet on yourself every I time. knew. I totally believed in myself. So I just kept going. What? Like, what? What? I'm sorry. I interrupt a lot. Okay. Yeah, you've, you're aware. You know me. I, I interrupt all the time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what made you What made you believe in, like, that you were going to be good at it? Because you very well could have not been. Was it just a blind belief? Like, self-belief? Like, I'm going to do it? No, I just knew my work ethic. I knew that, I wasn't going to stop I think until I made key. it where I wanted to be. You don't have to be super great at stuff, yeah. but if you are, if you have good work ethic, the odds are in your favor. Oh, yeah. Like I heard somebody say yesterday, my boy Russ said yesterday on an, an interview, he said, you have to bet on yourself every time. Mm-hmm. Even when you fail, keep betting on yourself. Right. Yeah. Right. I was working a full-time job. Yeah. I, I would go to work nine to four, come home, record, edit till like two, three in the morning, get a few hours of sleep, get up, do it again. That's the hustle. That's, and I was, I knew I was going to make it. So anyways, kept going, kept going. Um, and I still wasn't blown up like I thought I mm-hmm. was going to. And of course, now I look back and I was like, yo, because you still had a long fast. way. Yeah. But I was like, you still had a long way to go. Sure. Anyway, so then it just so happened with um, Halloween. I did, I started doing some looks that just like blew up and it was kind of game over from there. What do you mean game over? Like what happened? Well, I did this one that was, so I just would start gluing zippers to my face. Yeah, I remember reason, that. I don't know what, I don't know how that came about, but I just was like, yo, this is a zipper good face. idea. Let's do this. So uh, glued a zipper to my face and painted a rainbow. It's super simple, <laughs> like nothing. It wasn't really anything. Do you think that would work for me if I did that today? I don't, wouldn't actually because then you know that turned all weird on facebook oh, yeah. somebody started accusing me of like promoting homosexuality it had just turned into this whole thing anyway that got reposted by a huge account huda beauty who at the time i think she had like 16 million followers or something that's crazy. i don't even know i didn't even use any of her products 
So she somehow just reposted me. I was like, yo, dope. So that started bringing in a lot of followers. Then I think it was maybe the next look I did. I just had this idea because I love bling. I've always loved anything sparkly. Diamonds, if anyone wants to give me any. Uh, So I went to... Yep, yep. So... That's dad. Hey, let's see what he has to say. No. Dad, let us call you back. We're uh, recording a podcast right now. All right, we'll call you back. Bye. Raw. Okay. Anyways. um, Oh, I went to Michael's and I bought this sheet of like stick on gems. I don't, and then I just stuck into my face and took a picture <laughs> <laughs> with a zipper. There was still a zipper involved. Zipper glitter. Well, yeah. So <laughs> I, and, and at the time, I think kind of my thought behind it was like trying to show that like inner beauty is what counts because it was the zipper and the diamonds or the gems were on the inside Mm -hmm. and I had a full face of makeup on the outside but it was kind of showcasing what was on the inside beauty is you know more um anyways I don't know what happened but it blew up that picture got what what does blow blew blew up mean what I happened? Mean, numbers. It just, Give us numbers. Why? Well, I, I don't know off the top of my head. Generalize. I think that picture what got like 15,000 likes. Picture? People, yeah. People just started reposting it everywhere. I was like, okay, cool. So then I posted the video. The video went viral and got shared everywhere. And then I had all these big people in the community like reposting me and commenting. And so then I was like, okay. And so I just kept going with my Halloween looks and it just kept growing and growing and growing. What's the first? When's the first time you hit a million views? Oh, man. Was I it don't know. the zipper one? No, I don't no? think so. I think that was a couple hundred thousand. But that look took me from, in one day, I went from 10,000 followers to 20,000. Oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah. You doubled in a day. When did you hit 100,000? Do you remember that? Because that's yeah. a pretty, that's a huge milestone. Yep. It was uh, June of, what was that? Probably 2017. When you hit 100,000 followers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get into this. What comes with having 100,000 followers on Instagram? Like that's, I get a lot of DMs and to me that's like 10 or 12 a day. Mm. What, like, that's what I'm getting at as far as like DMs and like uh, interaction. Like what comes with having a hundred thousand followers? Mm, a lot of responsibility. I bet. Mm-hmm. Pressure. How so? Free makeup. Free makeup. Talk about the, what are the pros of it? Like let's start with that. What are the good things about having a lot of followers on social media? Um, I, well, I think kind of like you said, like influence, like you can make an impact on people. Yeah. You have that power. You have a platform. Right. You have a voice and people respect it because they see the number and they're like, okay, this person, like whatever they say must yeah. come with some weight. It automatically makes you somebody in a lot of people's yeah. eyes. Yeah. Most people, I think now yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. And obviously free products. Right. Have you been, do you get offered a free product besides makeup? Oh yeah. All the time. I mean, I get weird stuff. Too. Do you ever get a lot of clothes? No, I don't. I kind of want people to just send me clothes. Well, I mean, like sometimes, yeah, I would like that too, right. actually. Uh, but you got to step out into like the fashion stuff and like be posting pictures and stuff. Look at me. Okay. I'm dripped uh, up. All right. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, people want to send you anything because they want free exposure. They want your platform. Right. They want what you have. Right. So that also comes with a lot of people that want to use you to get ahead. I definitely experienced a lot of that. Right. I know. We've talked about it. Talk about it. What yeah. are people trying to do? Well, they want they want me to like put them on, whether it be with brands or other creators, 
or um, whatever it is. Like people they don't want to help so- you. They want right. to use they you want as a something stone. from you. Yeah. yeah. Um, definitely experienced a lot of that. So you got to be careful with who you surround yourself with in life in general, but definitely on social media. Yeah. For sure. Well, that's the same thing in life anyways. Right. If people are like, you know, nowadays people, Gary V, everybody's like, oh, Gary, give me this. Do this for me. Right. Like, but like m- most of those people don't care about him. They're not like, Gary, I love you. They're like, right. Gary V can get me something. Right. Or anybody like just to your point, like anybody. It used to be celebrities and actors and actresses. Now it's social media influencers. People just want to use other people to get stuff. Right. It's a very selfish thing. It's a lose. It's such a losing strategy, man. Like, right. Pe- like you, you find out very quickly if these people are authentic or not. Mm-hmm. Do you choose who you're going to work with? Like w- when you find out someone is authentic, doesn't it make you more willing to have work with them? Oh, right. And I'll bend over backwards for them. I'll go the extra mile. If it's a company that. I, you know, their beliefs line up with mine. I believe in their products and they're not just using me to get, you know, more sales or exposure, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's work. I'll, I'll do whatever. But when, when people come to you and they just want something from you, it makes you put your guard up. Yeah. yeah. Everybody. Now the downside of it, the DMs, the, the responsibility, the, and I mean, also like the judgment, the hate. The negativity right, right. talk um, on that yeah for sure so like when i was blowing up i was definitely not prepared i thought everyone was just gonna love me and be my friend i was hmm. like yo cool we're gonna create this community we're all gonna have fun we're gonna be playing with makeup this is gonna be dope and then when i'm going viral people i mean they you know the saying hurt people hurt people not mm-hmm. an excuse but that's absolutely what's going on you got you got stacy and karen and bobby over here karen. they're 12 years old they're you know keyboard warriors they just want to like unleash all of their pain and they think they know all of these things so they want to come on here and say this that and the third people started talking about how i am uh transgendered and this that and the third and i'm like yo i have the receipts like (laughs) what are you talking about like people that was a weird thing that i got for a long time which definitely made me have kind of a moment of like insecurity okay, exactly like it brought out a lot of that i definitely had their cyberbullying yeah that's what it's called and i was getting every day i was getting messages you're stupid you're ugly you're a man you're From this random you're account th- yeah okay karen like what's going on how can i help you right, what, what who, who's who hurt, hurt you? you who hurt you karen how can we help you get out of this and for me and that was always my heart is that like when people were coming at me i was trying to respond in love but that wasn't always helpful right you got to filter out like Who's actually going to take this and be like, oh, okay, yeah, like my uncle hurt me or like, right. or they're just like, nah. Right. Well, because I wanted to help everyone. So not only was I taking on their hate. But 90% then of people I was, don't want your help. Which is fine. I think it's pretty good, but you know, whatever. So I then wanted to help them. So not only was I taking on the hate, then I was taking on the responsibility of trying to help them work through their issues. You're trying to like counsel random. Right. And it's like, yo. Karen69 on Instagram. Oh, Gosh. Who may not even be Karen. It may be Travis Joe over here and he's just on some phantom account. Right. Yeah. And there were times where I didn't respond the best, but it was a learning process for sure. But yeah, it definitely, I had an emotional breakdown for sure because people were constantly coming at me. And as a creative, when you put your work out there and you put everything into it and then people attack you, like that's a different level and getting it every day, all day for sure. But then on the same you know, on the other side of the coin, I was developing so many friendships. I get DMs from people that I still talk to. There are people that still follow me that started, you know, way back in the day, like when I first blew up like years ago. Original followers? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Still talk to them. I mean, I've had- Followed the whole journey. Oh, yeah. I have, like, I have girls that I've met up with in person down here. Um, People that I keep in touch with all over the world. Those are super fans. Friends. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no friends, but I mean because you cultivated it online, like it could be considered like a super fan. I don't mean in a negative way, just like right. somebody that like buys into you hardcore. Right. If you're like, I'm gonna be over here, and they're close, they're like, oh, I'm gonna be there too. Right. Or you're like, I'm selling this coffee mug, like I'm buy two. Right. When I was doing DIYs, people were like, you should make those and sell them. I agree. And I was like, the, like a lot of them were super ugly, so I was like, wow. But if a hundred people buy them, right. Anyways, um. Yeah, but then a lot of that, as I continued to grow and I was continuing to put myself out there and letting people know, like, hey, I'm here to help you. I'm here to encourage you. The DMs just got more and more and more. And it started to turn into, like... More authentic DMs because yeah. you said, hey, well, I'm here it, help. It, yeah, like people, like, needing help. Like, I'm being beaten. I'm being abused. I want to kill myself. My husband's cheating on me. Like, all of these heavy. things. Like, super, super heavy stuff. So I was spending hours a day trying to, like help these people and that was in the midst of me then moving here yeah. and dealing with all of my stuff so it just got to be i mean yeah how do you filter how do you filter that how do you decide like this person's husband cheated on them this person's dealing with suicide and there's 75 other ones same thing like, how do you how do you filter like i'm gonna respond to this one not this how i do you can't filter that how did you though i had to take a step back and just stop responding to oh. dms altogether. Because I was drowning myself. Yeah. So I was like, I feel like I can't help anyone. Right. You got to be aware, like. Right. There's a, like, again, like, self-care is key. And I think people take self-care way too far, though. Yeah. People are out there, like, binging on Netflix and going out every night and just, like, self-care and just, like, swimming in self-care. Right. No, self-care is just making sure you're good so you can help other people. Right. Self-care is not overindulgence. No. And selfishness. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But you do have to. That's good that you were able to take a step back and be like, I got to take care of myself. So then I can come back and help take care of these people. Yeah. At a minimum, I was spending at least an hour a day responding to messages. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. And it just, it was too Wish much. But at problem. the same time, like. It's DM me. All you pod listeners, DM me. I need some, I need some time in the DMs. There you go. Thank you. Um, But yeah, so there's a lot that comes with it. A lot of pros, a lot of cons. Um, But for me, it's something that I take very seriously. Right. Because I think with influence comes responsibility. Boom. So I don't take that lightly. I've never taken that lightly. Say it again. Oh, what did I say? With influence, <laughs> I'll oh, say it. yeah. Okay, got I'll it. say it. With influence comes responsibility. And I speak on this a lot when it comes to hip-hop music. We're going to take a diversion real quick. There we go. All you rappers out there, when you are putting out music, this is my passion. Yours is makeup, mine is music. When you're putting out music and you have 11 million followers and you're talking about Molly and Percocet and how many girls you sleep with and the... That there's a responsibility that you have that you are lacking that is causing damage to people and the youth and a new generation of people that are listening to your music and then doing what you say you're doing there are consequences mm -hmm. shame on you shame on anybody putting out a message that promotes drug use that promotes negativity that promotes violence that promotes doing the wrong thing and you're profiting off of that Kanye is doing the opposite right now Jesus is king number one go <laughs> but for real though i get super pissed about that listen to the music on the radio like i i don't but when i turn it on every time i'm not surprised i'm like this is the same stuff from three years ago new guy new they're new it's the same message it's not well, just hip-hop but i just listen else. to hip-hop but yeah they don't understand but the they have a responsibility they do it's but not they don't excuse, understand it but it's still wrong like if they were to take a step back and sit down for a moment and be like is it okay to talk about how you just did the dirty with three different women while you were on drugs? Is that okay? They'd probably say yes. You think they, that's okay? Yeah. Because well, then they're they need so to get blinded to what's going on around them. Right. They're so, so they're they're lost. a product of the people before them exactly. who told them that was okay. Exactly. So we're perpetuating the cycle. Yes. True. In so many areas. Yeah. 
Anyways, back to you. Oh. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about. We're talking about the weight of the DMs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it, there's just a lot that comes with it. Um, and when you start responding to people all oh, the time. Oh, no, no, no. The, um, yeah, the responsibility. And so that's why I'm very careful with who I align myself with, whether it be companies or products. Um, you know, even in the end, you know, the end, like, you know, when I kind of took a step back from creating, my money was running out because I kept having companies coming to me and saying, hey, we want to do this. And I was like, I don't believe in your product. I don't believe in the way that you handle these things. Yeah. I'm not going to work with you. I need the money, but I'm not, I've, I've always said I'm not going to do it for the money. Yeah. Because if you want a sustainable brand, just you being the brand, like in the long run, Instagram will go away. Right. Instagram will not be here for the next It's already years. changed so much since More I started. Way. Right. But the, the, as I would say, the brand equity that you're going to take from that when you hop on the next platform, K-Crab, if they're like, oh, yeah, she can be bought real cheap. She doesn't have a lot of integrity. Like, your reputation is on the line when you start promoting products that aren't in line with who you are, what you believe in. You t- it's, you're, it's a short-term strategy. Right. Well, which is beneficial maybe financially, but again, in five, ten years, that won't play out well. Right. So holding your ground now will probably make you more money in the long run. And if not, it will still at least retain the brand that you've built. Right. And like I said, for me, it's not about the money. To yeah. me, it's like these are my friends. If I had a, if, you know, my friend was sitting right here, would I tell her, hey, go buy this product? If I wouldn't, then I'm not going to do it on Instagram either. Mm, that's good. Because that's, I work hard for my money and I don't want to be swindled by somebody that's just trying to get a few checks to go buy something that's going to help them. Like that to me feels like betrayal and I'm not going to do that to anyone. Yeah. I feel like we should treat people on social media the same way we would treat them in real life. Yeah. Why would we not? Because somehow people think that this internet thing, because you can't, it's not tangible. You don't see the people. Somehow you can, you can behave differently. You don't have to have the same amount of morals. You don't have to treat people the same way. You have to be as kind because they can't really see you. They don't see them as people. They see them as dollar signs. But it's like me on Instagram is still me. Right. I'm, I'm very much myself on Instagram. Right. As I mean, it took a long time to be. get there as well. And again, as people were constantly, it, it was a growing process. Like I, I was trying to figure out who I was, yet I had all these people attacking me, telling me who I was, confirming all these lies that I'd believed. So I then not only had to navigate that, I had to grow into myself and, you know, who God's created me to be and all of these things. And so this journey has just, it's been super crazy, but I'm now at a place, for, you know, for a long time, I really censored what I would say. Um, because I was so worried that I was going to be attacked and everything I ever said I always had planned out before how could people respond to this how could they take it negatively and it's exhausting to try to censor yourself in that way and so I'm finally at a place where I'm like listen I am allowed to have opinions I'm allowed to take up space I'm allowed to have beliefs and if you don't agree with them that's okay that doesn't mean we're enemies that doesn't mean I dislike you that just means we're both humans on a journey and we have different perspectives no two people have ever been identical we live in this weird time where like disagreement equals hate. Yeah. If we disagree, then we're on opposite sides. Right. Like I said the other day, I would rather impact 93 and lose seven than impact seven because I'm trying to please 93. Right. And it's speaking crazy. of losing, ever since I, I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd say ever since, but once I moved to Texas and I got more vocal about my faith and my struggles, I, you know, I've lost over 20,000 followers. I mean, it okay. is what it is. Yeah. I, I mean, People it used to really it. it used to really affect me because I was like, okay, they don't like me, they don't like what I'm saying, they don't like what I'm doing. How they do I hear change about God. that? Yeah, well, whatever the reason is. Yeah, whatever it is. And I'm not going to censor myself. I'm not going to change who I am to please people because you're never going to be able to please anyone, everyone. I mean, so 
I'm just, I'm doing my thing and people can stick around or they can't. However, I haven't posted in like three months, four months, something like that. I've taken a step back and I really have not lost that many followers. And I think that speaks to the fact that I've invested. Yeah. Because yeah. these are, are my qu- friends. Those people are there for you. They're not there to follow your account. Right. Per se. Right. And and, and I still get messages like, where are you? Are you okay? I miss you. Are you coming back? Are you when there? Are you gonna cre- yeah. Hello? <laughs> when are you going to create again? But it's like, I continue to keep up with messages. I still am on my stories. I'm still talking to people because these are my friends. Yeah. And so, you know, even if I, even if I take a different direction, I'm going to, I'm sure I'm still going to lose people, but I'm not, that used to really mess with me. And now well, I'm just lot, like, all you right. You have room to lose. You have 140,000. Right. I can't lose 20. Well, you could. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Right. So it's just I'm a whole different perspective. It went from, you know, this, how old was I? Like 25, 26 year old, had no idea who I was, what I was doing, right. what the heck was going on around me. Just started posting makeup pictures, which has now turned into this platform where I can share like my life and my heart and what Jesus has done for me. And, you know, now I'm almost 30 and it's like, yo, I'm growing into who I'm supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And what a lucky time. Like, 20 years ago you would have had to go get a job i mean i want to have a job right 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 but like it's just a crazy time where you can do that we just have something like this right there's this platform that you can post stuff that you're passionate about people can see it and then come be a part of it right like what a gift people are out here complaining about their instagram accounts and you were part of some of those groups talk about that the negative nancy's that are like the algorithm and instagram this and like it's free Exactly. Like you, you don't have to be on here. Like you can leave. Exactly. So it's like, it's this opportunity. You it's chose all about to build your livelihood on this platform. So the platform changes. You chose it. It's like choosing to invest in a stock and the stock goes down. You bought the stock. Right. And, and in my time on Instagram, I spent a lot of time trying to help other girls and help them, you know, create their media kit, how to talk to brands, how to charge, you know, because I had someone help me do that. So then I turned around and tried to help Pay other people. Yeah. And encourage them when the, when the algorithm was down. And it's like, yo, if you are going to let it. a social media platform mess with your mood, like, and, and I, and I was guilty of it for a long time. Like, sure. It's I'd hard spend all to. this time on a video. I'd post it, and I'm like, nobody's seeing it. I just spent all of my time doing this, and like, what what do I get from it? Like, I'm losing followers. I'm not gaining views. So of course, it would mess with my mood at the time. But then, once you have the perspective shift of like, mm. yo, I'm gonna create, and if people want to see it, cool. But I'm not out here to like try to keep like gaining followers and bringing people in, and then keep up with the rat race. Yeah, because that's what it is. It's a rat race of like who can get ahead, who can get the most followers, who can get the most PR, who can get the most brand deals. Numbers are dangerous. Who cares? People put their their identities in the numbers. That's dangerous. Right. And and you know, interestingly enough, a lot of time when I was like encouraging other girls, like, hey, your identity, your value, it's not in the numbers. My numbers were good. And then mine dropped. Easy to say when you have exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So it was easy for me to encourage that. It, it was like, you know, I was able to talk the talk then, but then I had to walk it when all my numbers dropped. Yeah. And but it that, was hard. Like you said, you said it. I think it was key. You said perspective. Right. That's it. Like you have to have perspective. Nobody owes you anything. Mm-mm. This is just life stuff. This isn't Instagram stuff. Nobody owes you anything. Mm-mm. Even if somebody said they were going to do something for you, which Instagram did not. Mm-hmm. But even if someone did and they went back on it, mm-hmm. that's life. You have to learn to, through the ups and the downs, you have to continue moving forward because people keep looking back or they move back as far as their trajectory in life. They start turning around, looking backwards, moving back towards the things that happened. Look, this thing's going to end. You're headed towards death. Like, move forward in your life. I know it's not easy, but the key is perspective. How do you see things? Bad things happen to every single human on earth. 
on a different level. We all go through our own stuff. But if you are not able to see it with some type of proper perspective, you're just going to get bogged down. And the weight of it will just continue to pull and pull and pull right. to where people become depressed and they become drug addicts and they become suicidal. All those things don't happen because nothing. It's be- I think it's because of a lack of perspective. I'm not blaming those people. Right. But if you don't have perspective, you're in for some pain. Rough road. Well, and that's yeah. the thing is you can sit there and you can complain about Instagram and the algorithm and this, that, and the third. Or you can look at it as I had this opportunity to grow something that I can either now continue to move forward with and like do what I want to do with it. Or I can focus on what they haven't given me anymore. They don't owe you anything. And you changing, you complaining about the Instagram algorithm and your likes and your followers isn't going to change a dang thing. So take that yeah, energy. They're, and they're put, not going to email you and be like, Instagram, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Listen, Instagram doesn't care about you they don't you know what instagram's not a person yeah it's an entity shocker <laughs> they don't care they're not going to change so anything. emotional about something that's not has no emotion the fact that we have people in this world that are depressed over instagram likes and followers sad. is sad but it's as you know it's but more, i get it it's deeper than i get it. It, it it has nothing to do with instagram it has everything to do with identity and value exactly so it's a it's a deeper issue but the fact that an instagram you know a social media app is bringing that out that's telling well, it's just it's it's giving people an opportunity to everybody to have to be part of the club and then figure out if they're cool or not in the club. Well, and speaking of that, I think because we have this platform, people are allowed to put out what they want and they put out what they want you to see. So that's another issue with Instagram is and, and social media in general is we have people that are putting out the highlight reel. They're putting out all the good moments. You mm-hmm. don't see the behind the scenes. Sure. And that's why I've tried to take the time to share the other stuff and it, you know it's like not everyone wants to get on there and be like oh Kristen's having another anxiety attack oh here we go broken record but that's like that's the truth but it's real that's and people the reality connect with that exactly. more than they connect with like cool zipper f- video right or Even like though they might like it it's not as lasting exactly like i can sit there and i can put makeup on my face and you can see that and be like oh man she looks so great or and and also i can sit there and show you like hey also haven't brushed my hair in like three days did i brush my teeth today we don't know maybe need to see have it. i gotten out of bed i don't know so i can show them the behind the scenes and like the real stuff of anxiety and depression and addiction and all of that or i can just show them the good stuff and then they can feel worse about themselves because they're not mm, measuring up that's good and that's why i show the other stuff to show them that's like, like you said earlier the way the responsibility of influence right, right. You kind of have a responsibility. You don't have to. No. You have no obligation to show people the negative side. Mm-mm. But it's, I think it's the right thing to but do. But if I'm given that opportunity to be vulnerable, because I, I, I think... Because vulner- you know it will impact right. in a positive Vulnerability way. Vulnerability creates space, not only for you to have your emotions, but for other people to feel like they can too. If she can be vulnerable, so can I. People need permission. Exactly. People need permission to go execute and follow their dreams. People need permission to be vulnerable. People need permission to take risks. People, most people are not leaders. Mm-mm. And I don't mean that in a negative way. We're all built differently. But uh, people like you and a lot of people out there um, were built as leaders. It's just, it's, it's a genetic DNA, the way God made you to be a leader. And to, to part of that responsibility is to do the things that are uncomfortable. Right. To give other people that permission. Like, it's okay. Talk about your pain. You don't got to be pretty all the time. You don't have to have this all figured out. I don't either. 
I don't enjoy getting up on there and telling people that I'm a hot mess, <laughs> hot mess express. I don't enjoy that, but I know that it's going to help somebody feel like they aren't alone. Yeah. And so yeah. I do it. Right. And I'll tell you, I have, they call them uh, vulnerability hangovers. After I have those moments where I get on there and I share something that's like super deep and vulnerable to me, I feel naked for like 24 hours. Because Emotionally. I feel, yeah, exactly. Because right. I'm like, how are people, like people are misunderstanding. Now. Exactly. Like I feel Took like off everyone the armor of the internet. Me. Yeah. And it doesn't feel good. And it does get a little bit easier the more that you do that. But still, it's it's not fun. But at, but the, at the end of the day, it's not just for you. Exactly. It's not. I, I, take, I see it from like, this isn't about me. This is about helping yeah. people. And if me sharing this piece of whatever is going to help somebody else, dope. We're doing it. Yeah. Man, that's good. Where are you trying to take this thing? Where you, where you at? I don't know. No? No ideas? Um, You're not committing to anything. Right. Right. Um, well, I'm sure the wheels are spinning in some exactly just capacity. like I said, like things have changed so much, which is why I took a step back to try to figure out how am I helping people by sitting in front of a camera, looking at myself, putting on makeup mm -hmm. and then looking at myself and editing that video. I get sick of looking at myself. Do you? Yeah. I'm not bad looking, but I don't want to look at myself all day. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, so I get it. I'm like, how is this helping anyone? Because People don't understand how much time goes into creating. A one-minute video, it can take me three to four hours to film and five to six hours to edit. That's a, that's an entire workday for a one-minute video. And how am I impacting people in that one minute? So if I'm going to use that time... Maybe I'll, moments of joy. Like exactly. People see and people and have said happy. that. That's what people have said. Like, your energy brings, you know, it so it's lightens light. my day. Right. I'm like, that's great. But I'd rather, like, there's more that I want to... Is it the most useful... Exactly. Uh, exercising Am I getting time? the most bang for my buck? There you go. Yeah. With my time. So, um, yeah, just figuring out how I can, you know, share what the Lord's done for me and how much he's changed my life through video and creation. Um, I have some ideas, but I still don't know exactly what that looks like. And so me being a perfectionist and wanting to know the plan, I feel like I can't move forward until I got it all planned out, Yeah, which is not true. No, it's not. <laughs> but it's where I'm at. Right. I'm on this kick of like, just post every day, right. post something. And it's more recent for me. It's just like, just post, man. I don't have to have these strict plans. You you barely got 2,000 followers anyways. Right. It doesn't matter what you post. <laughs> post a picture of your giraffe here. Like, post something. Right. And for me, I want to be intentional about what I'm sure. posting. Because I did do that for a long time. I did do, you know, just post. It doesn't matter. Well, I don't post things I don't believe in. Exactly. I just, I had to let go of my perfectionist mentality like you. Right. Of like, oh, I don't know if it's not like this. I want it th these many seconds of this song. And like, no, nah, man, just post a clip of the song. Like, right. you know, post a picture that says what you believe. You don't have to get a filter on it. Right. It doesn't have to match your, the color of your page. Right. You know, we all buy into those things. Right. Oh, yeah. I want my aesthetic to look a certain way. I want the layout. Yeah. All but of then, like, to your point, like, your life doesn't look perfect. Oh, yeah. The aesthetic oh. of your life. Listen. Right. If, if, you're, if your uh, social media accounts are a reflection of who you are, right. they shouldn't be perfect. Yeah, my page is going to be all over the place then. There's going to be cats over here. Oh, wait. Go ahead. Jesus over here. <laughs> Some glitter over here. Pizza definitely over there. Just the word naked. Just naked. Oh, well, no, that doesn't feel right. Take it back. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought about, this is an idea, you know, do it. Have you thought about just like making an IGTV, uh, Instagram TV video, like a four or five, six minutes, just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, this is reset. This is where I'm at. I'm going to talk for about four or five minutes about the past year or two. I'm going to post, post it real raw. Looking like this. Ooh, no offense. No. I, wow. Okay. <laughs> Call me out. Well, Listen. I mean, like, okay. I have not brushed my hair. T-shirt sweats. In a few hair days. Up. All right. Fair. But you know what I mean? Just something just like. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. Like, I thought about to it. To totally like break the cycle of how your page is. Who, who knows what that'll do? 
Like that could be something that goes viral. That's not the goal, but right. you never know. Like social media influencer, everything's perfect. All of a sudden one day she pops on for five minutes looking raw and just says, yo, and gives everybody permission. They see me raw story. in my stories. But to have that live on there, it's super uncomfortable, but. No, I've been planning on doing that for like a month now. Oh, okay. It's it's but like finding the time. I think that's a good execution. I think that I think it's things like that when you just like boom, you hit somebody with something totally unexpected and shocking to just like shake things up. The hardest part for me is getting out of the perfectionist because I yeah. like I said I've been wanting to do it for a month, but then it's like oh the minute that I get ready to do it, I start to have all these like fears and doubts and like oh the time's not right. Oh, I'm tired. My energy's off. The time will never be right. Right. You know. Like with this podcast, I was like, I said I was going to start it last year. Right. At the beginning I've been of saying last I was going to start a podcast for a long time. Right. And then I finally just had the money. I just bought the stuff. I was like, now I have to, right. you know? Right. And it's not perfect. I says, I'm just on here ranting and talking, but I'm happy now that I did it. You know, like the first one, I was super nervous. First one, I told my story. Oh yeah. I'm sweating right super now. Super nervous. Are you? Yeah, but realize hot in here. there's actually no one listening at this moment. Right. And that's actually, and, and I have to think about that when it's I'm recording per, it a video. It goes back to perspective, well, reminding yeah. yourself of what's true. Because when I'm recording a video, I immediately turn it, I get this anxiety comes over me because I'm like. Like people are watching. Be, yeah, because I'm already you can anticipating delete it right yeah, how they're going to take it and how I'm coming across and how I'm looking. So, yeah, it's all about perspective. Yeah. I'm excited to see what you do next. I really am. Thanks. I think some. I think whatever it is, it'll be impactful, because you have the right mindset now. Yeah. Oh yeah, everything's self, different. It's everything's not self-focused. Yeah. It's not like oh, I gotta get to two hundred thousand now. Well, and I even worry about that now. Like when I post different things where I'm like sharing parts of my story, I'm like, am I making it too much about me? No. But that's the only. That's the only perspective Your I have. Your story is the most important thing you have. Right. Because whenever I'm sharing a piece of my story, I always am trying to tie in like Jesus and what he's done for me. But I'm like, are people looking at this and thinking it's all about me? But then I have to go back to, this is my page. Like, it doesn't matter. All I have to share is my experience. That's it. The most powerful thing anybody has to share is their story. Like, what do you think I, in my music, like, if I, if I didn't share my story, what would I talk about? Right. Just whatever's cool. Yeah, it's about me. Right. 100% listen to my music. It's about me. Right. Listen to my podcast. It's what I want to talk about. Right. You don't have, like you said earlier, you don't have to be here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to listen. Right. You're welcome to press, press stop. You're welcome to leave. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to talk about my story because I know it's impactful. Right. So yeah, it is about me. It's about me because it's for you. I think a lot of what I struggle with is the enemy trying to get me to doubt what I have to say and keep me quiet because he knows Man, I got a lot to say, and I'm going to be out here roaring because I got a lot. Right. And so he tries to um, make me think that I'm making it too much about me or it's not impactful or it's just annoying or it's too much. Like people can't handle what I have to say. And there are a lot of people that can't handle what I have to say, and that's okay. And there are a lot more that can, though. Right. And they need need it. it. Exactly. So I think it comes down to... um, Really just continuing to go back to like, all right, what is my purpose in this? What am I doing it for? Like forget the insecurity and the anxiety and the fear and all that. But like, what is the goal of this? So purpose is key. I think that's great. Uh, What what was it? I heard this lady say on a podcast the other day. She was talking about she was going to do a TED talk. And she said she was sweating bullets, never been more scared in her life. And as she walked out there, she was like, almost forgot what she was going to talk about. And then she said she reminded herself, it doesn't matter if I go out there and I completely bomb it. At least I did it. Right. And I thought that was powerful. Right. And she was talking about on the other side of fear 
It's just greatness. Well, and, and how many times have like you done something that you were terrified of and been like, yo, even if it was a terrible experience, you're like, I lived through it. There's always something good that comes from it. Right. And well, fear, fear lives in our mind and like what we think is going to happen. And nine times out of 10, it doesn't happen that way. Something my therapist has always told me yeah. is that if you're thinking about a scenario, doing this exercise of like okay what is the worst case scenario what is the best case scenario and then what is most likely to happen and usually we immediately go to worst case scenario because fear isn't super logical it's most not. of the time it's not right no because like i walk down the street and i think somebody's gonna run up on me with a gun they're gonna bop me on the head they're gonna kill me they're not even gonna shoot me they're just gonna kill me with the gun over the head Boom, I, pistol I, like, whip. I have literally thought of all these things like i watch videos on how if i ever get kidnapped and put in a trunk how to let everyone know <laughs> that i'm in there so you know what i mean it's not logical but no but it's real. Right. Exactly. Fear is real. It's not it logical. Is. Exactly. So, so it's tactics on how do you overcome that. Yeah. I've done things. I recently did something that like I took a step outside of my a super big step outside of my comfort zone, put myself out there. I did it. Didn't turn how, out how I wanted it to. But then after that, I felt like I could take over the world. I was like, listen, nothing can stop me. Yeah. Because I just faced one of my biggest fears. So come at me, bro. Yeah. What is it? And then you have to snowball that into the next thing. Right. And I did. We lost a little bit of momentum, but you know. But but I mean, it takes, then you do it again. It's just like you said earlier, talking about your stuff. It takes practice and it it does get easier. And sometimes it's not. But once you've done something a few times, there is, there's less fear. When I think that goes back to like, I mean, courage and bravery, it doesn't just come. You have to practice it. And again, it's similar to talent and being good at things. People think it's just going to come. And if you don't have it, then you don't have it. You're screwed. Some people are just crazy courageous. Yeah. But that's raw talent. Right. So if you weren't blessed with that, then you have to exercise it like a muscle and build it up. Because the more that you do it, the stronger you're going to get. It's like with almost anything that you execute, whether it's like empathy or kindness or, uh, you know, being motivated Mm -hmm. or being courageous or being fearless. Like all those things are practiced. Nobody's just born like fearless, courageous, empathetic, kind. But people think that because that's all they see. They didn't see the practice and and the ups and the downs and the falls to get there. Yep. And now with the internet, we just see the, like that, that analogy of the iceberg, you know, the successful person, the, the, the iceberg is huge under the water. And then you see the tip and you're like, Oh my gosh. But it's just the same with people on the internet. We we think they've they're just man. I wish I was born like them. They're so great. Right. You don't understand. Everyone struggled. Right. No one made it through this life without struggle. No. Do you have anything that you want to leave people with? Any last thoughts, quotes? Uh, yeah. Um, I think the last thing that I would have to say is the way that you speak to yourself is important. Ooh. Insanely important. The Self-talk. way that like exactly, um, the way that you think like the thoughts that you allow to grow and that you feed you feed them yeah because feeling is like we feel a lot of things that doesn't make them true and i can feel things but like i can then make a choice to continue to speak positively and to go after what i you know want in life and to overcome my fears i can feel afraid that's fine but then i can still choose to move forward so i think the way that you um speak to yourself and recognizing that um feelings are there but they're not always truthful feelings lie exactly that you still have a choice to get around those boom that's good your feelings lie to you people where can people find you on social media oh uh at kcrab <laughs> I, you know listen I, I not people don't ask me that all the time like yo what's your instagram name? welcome back yeah at kcrab two underscores 
kcrab2 underscores on Instagram. Follow her. If you want. This is the most famous person we've had on Inside the Mirror yet. We have more famous people to come. I just haven't lined them up yet. Thanks again for listening. It's been another episode of Inside the Mirror podcast. I'll be back next time with more from Inside the Mirror. Stay classy, stay sassy. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to this podcast. I hope it's helpful for you. If it is helpful for you, and if it isn't helpful for you and you hate it, either way, please do me a favor. Click one through five stars wherever you're listening. Leave me a review and give me some feedback so I can make this the best podcast possible for you. Thank you so much.